This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. From coast to coast and around the nation, this is the Washington Ledger Podcast with your hosts, Larry Leese and Jacob Siegel. Each week, we dive into the latest news surrounding us. Welcome to the Washington Ledger Podcast. I'm your humble host, Larry Leese. On today's episode, we're going to take a look at the impact Nikki Haley has on the 2024 election. But first, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Audible. Are you a book lover who is always on the go? Audible is the perfect solution for you. As an affiliate of Audible, we are thrilled to offer you access to the world's largest selection of audiobooks, including books, bestsellers, new releases, and classic titles. With Audible, you can listen to your favorite books anytime, anywhere, whether you're driving, working out, relaxing at home. Audible's mobile app makes it easy to listen to audiobooks on the go, and their membership program offers great benefits, including one credit per month to use on any audiobook at your choice, exclusive member-only sales, and access to podcasts and other original audio content. Plus, with their convenient Whisper Sync technology, you can seamlessly switch between reading and listening, so you never have to miss a beat. And with a 30-day free trial, there's no reason not to give Audible Audible a try today. So why wait? Start your free trial and discover the world of audiobooks with Audible. Head on over to audibletrial.com slash Larry21. And now, without further ado, let's dive right in. Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina and former ambassador to the UN, announced that she was running for the Republican presidential nomination in 2024. She is just the second to announce after former President Donald Trump, but she will definitely not be the last. She's likely to be followed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former Vice President Mike Pence, and former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo. Other more obscure, obscure candidates may follow given that in recent years, Running for president has become a career move towards a gig on Fox or CNN, or a way to sell books, or just a mammoth ego trip. Many things will happen between now and the Republican convention in 2024, and most of them are, at this point in time, unknowable. But there is one thing we do know. If there are many candidates running for the Republican nomination, and they all stay in the race, Trump's going to win. Here's why. Republican Party rules governing how delegates are awarded to presidential candidates are determined state by state. Taken together, they have a bias in favor of candidates who win by a small number of votes. In 2016, Donald Trump was able to win the nomination because he was the plurality winner of a crowded field with 11 other candidates. 
Trump won 45% of the votes in the primaries and caucuses, but because of the rules for allocating delegates, he won 70% of the votes on the first ballot at the convention. These results are likely to be repeated in 2024 if Trump faces a large field of candidates. In 2016, Republican state parties used five different types of rules for awarding delegates to presidential candidates. Nine states awarded delegates proportionally. Three state, or these states, I should say, accounted for 13% of the delegates to the Republican convention. <clears throat> Three other states elected their delegates on the same ballot as the presidential preference poll. These accounted for, 70, for 7% excuse me, of the delegates. The remaining states accounting for the vast majority of delegates use some sort of winner-take-all rule. The most familiar of these is winner-take-all by the state where the winner in the state, no matter how small the win, wins all the delegates. For instance, Trump won 45.7% of the vote in Florida in 2016 and won all the state's 99 delegates. Other states award delegates based on the percentage of the vote a candidate gets in a congressional district. In Tennessee in 2016, if a candidate won more than 66% of the vote in, the, in a district, they could win all the delegates. Trump won 39% of the popular vote there, but 57% of the delegates. The effects of winner-take-all or winner-take-most rules can be seen. In each case, Trump's share of the delegates exceeded his share of the popular vote. If Cruz, Kasich, and Rubio were one candidate instead of three, the non-Trump candidate would have accumulated delegates and won the nomination. In 2020, Trump was an incumbent president. Like many before him, he faced no serious opposition for the Republican nomination. To be sure, however, he did what many previous sitting presidents have done and used his influence to shape a set of rules to his liking. For Trump in 2020, this meant increasing the number of winner-take-all by state primaries from 7 to 17, and increasing the number of so-called hybrid systems from 14 to 17. This was a smart move on Trump's part. For a while, his nomination was never really in doubt. By limiting the number of delegates other candidates could win, he guaranteed himself a convention free of challenges on issues like platform and rules. The 2024 Republican Party rules are not yet final. One advantage of having run for a nomination in the past, however, is that Trump's operatives are probably working hard to make sure this nomination system is a favorable one for Trump. Other than that, Trump has to hope that many others get into the race and that, as in 2016, most of them stay in the race until the bitter end, hoping lightning will strike. Finally, Trump has to be, or has to hope that Republican primary voters in 2024 don't rerun the Democratic race in 2020. That year, Joe Biden managed to win one of the early states, South Carolina. Several of his opponents got out and endorsed him, and he sailed to victory, winning 10 of the big primaries on Super Tuesday. Republicans are very aware of why Trump won in 2016, in spite of their doubts about him. In 2024, one can imagine substantial pressure on Haley, Pence, Pompeo, or others who get into the race to get out in time to coalesce around a non-Trump candidate. In addition, Trump has to have a substantial base that sticks with him through the primaries, and there are some signs that Republican voters are looking for a Trump-like candidate for 2024. Someone who speaks to their anger, but does not have quite the accumulation of baggage. Thus, the most likely way Trump loses his run for the Republican nomination in 2024 is if one of the lesser-known candidates becomes the Republican Biden, empties the field, and wraps up the delegates. 
But if he keeps a solid base and multiple opponents stay in the race for the duration, Trump will once again win again and possibly retake the White House. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section below about the upcoming 2024 election. Is there any candidates you think will won or run, I should say, excuse me, or even just announce that they're running? If you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TWLedger. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, and hopefully take this show on the road. As always, I'd like to thank you for watching and listening. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Washington Ledger Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The W Ledger and like us on Facebook. If you like what you hear, join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Washington Ledger. And as always, have a great week.